Welcome to another episode of the Shift Your Life Podcast, Season 2, Episode 11. Good day, good day, good day, and welcome to another episode of the Shift Your Life Podcast. This is Markeith Brayton, the creator and host of the Shift Your Life Podcast. We believe here on the Shift Your Life Podcast that true success is the fulfillment of purpose, and the key to success is self-mastery. It is my personal mission to help you get out of your own way so you can succeed and lead in life on purpose. You know, this week we have a very special guest, someone who I've known for quite some time. He is a friend. He is a colleague. He is a fraternity brother. He is many things that I have come to know over these years. And I'm just privileged and honored that he has accepted my invitation to be a part of the Shift Your Life podcast as we do interviews of very, very important and bright individuals, I would say, who share their knowledge and their wisdom and their expertise on their particular niche niche area, which they are working in. And so my guest today is Eric Capehart. Eric Capehart is an entrepreneur, coach, and author of the new book titled The Miracle Maker, Uncovering the Hidden Miracles in Mentorship. Eric Capehart founded All the King's Men Mentorship Organization in Nashville, Tennessee, where he has personally mentored or where he has personally mentored over 400 young males in both group settings and one-on-one settings. In 2004, Eric Capehart earned his BS degree in speech communications and theater from Tennessee State University and served as senior class vice president of the class of 2004. He later earned a master's degree in business administration from the University of Phoenix and is currently pursuing a second master's degree in professional counseling from Liberty University. Today, as an expert mentor and professor in the College of Business at Tennessee State University, Eric Capehart lives his life by his top three values of spirituality family, and work ethic. So without prolonging the introduction, let me now introduce Eric Capehart, entrepreneur, coach, and author. Welcome, Eric. Welcome, Marquis. Thank you for having me, and uh, I'm glad to be on the show today. I'm so excited that you accepted today's invitation. You know, I have admired a lot of the work that you've done over the years, and I thought it would be fitting since you have just written a brand new book, to have you on the show to talk about what's important to me as well, and that is mentorship, and then also talk about your progression as a social entrepreneur and a author. And so I always theme every show, and today's theme is mentorship can change your life. Mentorship can change your life. 
So, Eric, I gave a brief introduction of your bio. Why don't you take us a little bit deeper and let us know who you are and what is it that you do and find exciting about your life each and every day? Well, you know, Marquise, that was a good a good introduction to who I am. Um, I'm just a guy from Nashville, Tennessee. I was able to live in different parts of the world because I grew up part of my life in a military family. So that 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 lifestyle exposed me to many different walks of life, uh, met many different types of people throughout my my, my life. And um, it all landed me back here in Nashville, which is my my hometown, the, the town that my mother is from. Uh, Marquise, I am a I am a a mentor. You know, I'm a true mentor. And that's what I get excited about every day is an opportunity to get up and be intentional about sharing and, and living a life as a mentor, because I believe like you believe that, you know, mentorship really can change a person's life. Awesome. 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 You know, I have known you for quite some time and we both share that kindred spirit of mentorship and the importance of mentorship and as we talked about in your introduction about the organization that you founded all the king's man let us hear from you why was it important for you to start such an organization here in nashville what was the need that you saw that kind of gave you the passion to start something to help young men along their way in life yeah, you know, uh, that's you know, I probably told this story a hundred times, um, but I love telling the story because it is it, it is a true testimony. So in 2007, I competed in the Mr. Tennessee competition. And to be honest um, with you, Marquise, and your listeners, the only reason that well, I won't say the only reason, but my biggest motivation for being a part of that competition was to win the cash prize. You know, I've been an entrepreneur for a long time, I think about 14 years now, and uh, I was in a competition at Tennessee State University. So I had some competition experience. And so when this particular competition came around, you know, I felt that it was a great opportunity for me to win, you know, the cash prize at the time, which was $2,000. And so that's why I was really you know, moved to get into this competition was for the, the cash prize. However, along the way, throughout the competition, I decided that I was going to go on a week-long fast. You know, at the time, I had never fasted before. Um, my pastor at the time was teaching us about fasting and the meanings behind it and the things that you can get from fasting. So I decided, you know, leading up to the week of this competition, I'm going to go on a fast from sunup to sundown. And the incredible thing that began to happen was, as the days went on, around it was the third day of my fast. And uh, I was I remember just having these hunger pains and always being hungry. And, but I was always being filled by the spirit. And so um, on the third day, again, it was May 30th around midnight. I was you know, I was up doing my thing and I was hearing this voice in my heart. It's, it's just a sound. And all it was was all the Kingsmen. That name just kept ringing in my spirit. It's nothing that I had ever thought about before. It was just a name, just words that just kept ringing in my spirit. I know many of you, your your listeners have probably had that 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 moment in life where you just hear this little soft voice whispering, you know, from the inside. And so that's what was happening to me that night. And so what I did was I got out of my bed and I went down to write down the name, All the King's Men. That was all I wrote on paper. And as I sat there and I wrote the name, All the King's Men, I began to write out the, a curriculum for a mentorship program. You know, this is something that I had no plans on doing. 
And it really is something that I believe God was revealing to me during the time of me fasting. I believe God was revealing to me a purpose in my life because I had decided to go on this fast. And that was what was being revealed to me. Um, I remember calling my publicist at the time. Her name is Ariel Ellis. She's a great award winning publicist. And I was sharing with her this revelation that I had and, and I believed in it so much. And I was like, let's do it. I'm ready to do it. And and so that's what it was. That's where the revelation came. And on June the 3rd, 2007, I found it along with two other people. We found it all the King's men. So that's the, that's the backstory about how all the King's men was started. Now, shortly thereafter, when we started the program, there was this case going on in Nashville where there was this 15 year old boy who had been charged with a murder. He had, been involved in a shootout at one of the large malls in the area. And unfortunately, he ended up shooting and killing this man's daughter. And the, the young man was sentenced to, to 30 years to life in prison. And it was it was a big, huge story. And the judge asked him on the day of his sentencing, she asked him, you know, what made you do this? And his response was something along the lines of, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, he felt that nobody loved him. And he in particular said that he felt that his father didn't love him. And so when I heard those words, it really resonated in my spirit again. And that's why I chose to go out and mentor young black males who were finding themselves in trouble with the juvenile justice system. And our whole mission became to reduce the likelihood of a young black male ever coming into contact with juvenile court. And so that's the story behind all the King's men, how, where the revelation came from, and the inspiration to go forth and serve the, the the population of people that we chose to serve. Awesome story. And, you know, I can remember when I first heard about all the King's men and interesting enough, back in those days, I was starting a mentoring program myself around the same time because it was when I was teaching at Stratford High School. And one of the first names that I thought about was all the King's men and I just remember a friend of mine telling me, you know, that organization already exists. And I was like, it does. And that's how I came to know about your mentoring program and the name of it. And so you have been around for quite some time doing this type of work here in Nashville. One of the things that I always like to ask every interviewee that I have on the Shift Your Life podcast is a question of purpose. I really have founded this podcast show on a quote that I consider to be my favorite mantra, my favorite foundational quote for the show. And the quote is from Dr. Miles Monroe. He says that the greatest tragedy in life is life without purpose, life with no direction. Moreover, life's greatest failure is to be successful at the wrong assignment. And when I think about that, it gives me chills when I think about many of us go through life really never really aligning and connecting ourselves with our ultimate purpose. And it is my mission in life to really help individuals and organizations to really succeed and lead more on purpose because I believe that we all have a specific assignment that we are to accomplish in this earth. And when we don't, certain lives may go untouched because we didn't do what we were supposed to do on purpose. So why is it important to you that individuals identify their purpose in life and know what they're truly passionate about? 
the reason why I personally think that it's important for people to know their purpose in life is because of a belief that I have that God created each and every one of us with an individual purpose. We are created to to solve an, a problem. You know, I don't think we're just here by happenstance. And I really do believe that in order to in order for us to live a full life, you know, um, as you've heard, many of us go to our graves with our purpose. But I believe in order for us to live a full life it is important for us to to really understand and, and come to an awareness of God's purpose for our life. And, and, and that is really important because and another, another reason why that's also important is because as a mentor, as a mentor, it's important to live a purpose driven life so that you can be the example for your mentee. And so those two reasons are reasons why I believe it's 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 vital for a person to one know their purpose in life because God created us with a purpose. And two, as a mentor, it's important to model a, a purpose driven life for your mentee. I think that's great advice. As a mentor, it's important for you to live a purpose-driven life before the person or the individual who you're mentoring because it helps them to understand the importance of living on purpose. So as we continue uh, around this question of purpose, can you share a little bit on how has knowing your purpose and really stepping inside your passion enhanced your life as well as your business. You know, Markeith, living in and walking in what I know to be my purpose has stretched me spiritually, has really stretched me as a, as a man because of the ups and downs. And now one thing that I can really say to you today and to your audience is that when you know your purpose, there, it has a way of strengthening your faith because things don't seem right. Things don't look like they make sense. Uh, along the way, I learned that just because a thing doesn't make sense doesn't mean that it doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, and I've had to learn that, Markeith, over the years, because I have went without salaries. I have lost. Uh, I mean, I went through a period. I lost my apartment. I lost everything because I was being so um, it was just really driven by what God was showing me. And then one day something clicked in my mind that it's it's, a, it's, it's something that we always hear. And it's simple. Obedience is better than the sacrifice. So all these years I was making all these sacrifices, but it was important for me to really learn how to be obedient to what God was showing me and sharing with me. And so being able to to live a life on purpose um, has really taught me how to increase in my faith in times where things just don't look like they make sense. And you have to be able to know what your purpose is and, and do those things, even though they just look like you you look like a crazy man in the process. People have all the, just the other day, someone told me, how long are you going to keep doing this mentorship thing and be being broken and, and, and all these things? And I'm like, well, you really don't know the blessings that I'm getting. You know, I may not have, you know, all these flashy things and, you know, but my purpose is greater than that. When, when you talk to these families and, and young boys who have now had kids and the, the lessons and the values that we and, and myself have imparted with them, you see them passing that on to the next generation. And so that's something that is that's way more valuable to me than being able to, um, you know, have all these material things. So my purpose has strengthened my faith, not only in my work, um, in my my 
I have a new business, uh, so I'm branding myself, you know, now as, as an author and as an expert mentor after 10 years of, of mentoring. And okay. so it has given me the um, a backstory. It has given me credibility, you know, walking in that purpose, even when it looked crazy, you know, even when it looked like, man, this is this is going to take you under. I, I've had many times where I've tried to walk away and quit, but the phones just kept ringing. You know, grandmothers kept calling. Schools kept calling. And, and so it, I realized that this thing is bigger than me. And that's really when I began to accept it as this is really a true purpose and a true calling in my life. And it has really stretched me in, in, in ways that I really can't um, put into to sentences because it's, it's just so big. It just the best way I can say it, Marquise, is to say that, you know, when you have this faith, this crazy faith, you look at a situation that, that doesn't make sense, but know that it, it can still make sense. And so it, it's definitely helped me in, in my in my faith walk, Marquise, being a mentor for this long. Awesome. I like the fact that you said that, you know, really stepping inside and living inside your purpose stretches you and it matures you and it cultivates the person that you are to become. And yes, we will hear a lot of times from individuals, how long are you going to pursue this thing that you are so passionate about, but not necessarily bringing the income that you want. And I was just sharing today that, you know, when we learn to pursue significance, we can have success. And I think that to some degree, we do have it backwards in society where we're always pursuing this quote unquote success, but really not touching lives and really making a difference in the world. And it's very difficult, or it is possible for you to be successful and not significant, but it's very difficult for you to be significant and not be successful. And so I do believe that it is very possible for you to take your passion and take your purpose and be able to be successful and make the income that you want. It's just a matter of learning how to put the right business model behind what it is that you're doing to be able to, what I call, master your brilliance and monetize your message. And so, you know, maybe we can talk a little bit more on how to uh, be able to take what you're an expert at and really began to master it where you can bring in the income that you want because people need the information and the expertise that you have. And so thank you for sharing that. Definitely. I'm always, Marquise, you are a true example of this. You know, I remember when uh, a couple years ago when you, we're in a situation where you were unemployed, you know, That's right. you didn't let it take you under. And I know you share this story. You, you shared it with us on the podcast, um, how to make a podcast the other night. And that's a that's a powerful story that you can really share. And, and you are a mentor to me. Um, one thing I want to add before we move on is that you don't have to really know a person to benefit from their mentorship. Yes, that's true. You know, you, when a person has content and a message, you never ha- you. One of my examples of that is uh, I talk about this in, in uh, the second chapter of, of the book, um, The Miracle of Mentorship. Tony Dungy is a mentor to me, but I've never met Tony Dungy. I've read three of his books. Uh, I follow his football team. I watch him on TV and I'm just always picking up nuggets from him along the way. And I've never even been in the same room with him. And so. I have been in the same room with you, but you are a mentor in, in, in ways that you probably do realize. But I just wanted to make sure that I, I said it to you again, that, you know, you are a person that I um, I consider to be 
a mentor to me, especially in the in, in the in the business that we're in of, of building your personal brand. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. You know, like I said, iron sharpens iron. So we're sharpening one another and watching each other uh, really pursue our passion and really live inside our purpose. And so since you did mention the book, let's go ahead and segue into the book. Let's talk about why you decided to go ahead and put pen to paper and write <laughs> this book. Yeah. So, you know, so this is a new story that I get to tell. So last year, 2015, I was mentoring a guy named Demarcus Rogers. He's a professional boxer and he became the spokesman for our organization. Most of our members at All the King's Men are student athletes. And so I felt it was important to have a motivational uh, figure that could relate to them. So him being a professional boxer, it was a good fit for us to bring him on as our spokesperson. And so we went to this networking event and we met a guy named uh, what Chen. I think, you know, Chen, he had a barber college out in, uh, in Nashville. And we went to his office and we sat down with him just, you know, just going around doing some networking. And he showed us his book that he wrote, The Millionaire Ex-Convict. Yeah. He was, you know, he was telling us a story his, about his journey to write the book and all the sales that he had. And he was encouraging us. He said, you guys need to write books. He said, you know, you guys are doing all these great things. But when you write a book, you become an expert on the thing that you write. And so we walked out of that meeting like uh, I remember DeMarcus saying, man, I'll never write a book. He's he at the time he was a 20, 22 year old young man. He's like, I will never write a book. It's not my thing. Uh, the very next day he called and said, you know what, Eric, I'm going to write a book. And so me being a mentor, I, I decided, OK, this is what I'll do. I'll mentor you. I'll help you through the process of writing your book, walk you all the way through the, the publishing of it all. And uh, I'll even begin to write my book with you, a book awesome. that I have been, been previously working on. And so the deal that we made was we'll write your book and we'll get it published first and then we'll go ahead and get my book published. And so um, he published his book. Well, we published his book through all the King's Men in June of 2015. So he wrote his book. We got it um he worked with an editor, got his own book edited, and we published it for him. And so then it was like, all right, e, now it's your turn. Now it's time for you to step up to the plate and go ahead and write your book. And so that was uh, the, the initiator of me finally coming together and putting uh, my first book to uh, to paper. Awesome. And in case you did not catch the title of his first book, that is The Miracle Maker, Uncovering the Hidden Miracles in Mentorship. And yep. so, Eric, talk to us from a high point of the book as far as what would be the top five principles that someone would pull from your book as they are journeying through the book and learning about mentorship. Good question. So the first thing that I, I really try to get people to realize is that mentorship in itself is a miracle. You know, you, you take two individuals with two unique backstories and they have a point to where they collide. And from that collision and from what we'll call a mentorship relationship, there are things that happen in the lives of those two people that cannot be explained other than by the mentorship relationship. And so for the fact for that simple fact, that's what makes mentorship a miracle to me. And of course, you know, me saying that mentorship, I have to say this, this is not an original idea. This is not something that I came up with. In fact, there are other books, um, great books out there that um, that talk about how mentorship is a miracle. However, that didn't deter me from wanting to write 
a book about the miracle of mentorship from my own perspective. What I wanted to do was show people how to uncover the hidden miracles. You know, there's books out there that tells you, you know, mentorship is a miracle. However, there was a lack of books out there on the market that talked about how to actually find those miracles. And so the first thing that I, I, I really hope that readers will, will pick up from the book is that mentorship is a miracle. Uh, the second thing is that, you know, mentorship only takes a moment. It only takes a single moment. Now, in the book, in Chapter 9, I talk about a friend of mine, you know, uh, Ron Johnson, and he, he, he always recites this poem by Benjamin Mays, you know. Um, we know the poem, uh, the, the poem that says, you know, there's only a tiny little minute, but there's an eternity in it, you yeah. know. And so every so that's the secret weapon to mentorship. Every single moment that you are, are spending with that person that you are mentoring is the best moment that you have, because that's the only moment that we all have and we all share together. And so many people think, well, I don't have time to mentor. Well, my perspective on it is mentorship can happen in a matter of moments, you know, because that's the only time that we have to share together is the single moment in time that we all have. And so that's the second thing is mentorship really only takes a moment. Um, a third thing that a third takeaway is that you don't really have to know everything to be a mentor. You know, I think a lot of mentors feel like, well, I need to always have all the answers. I need to always have all the best advice and I need to always know what to do in a situation. Well, you know, I have a different perspective on that. You don't have to know everything, but you need to know something. Um, one of the things we talked about in, in the book was a mentor of mine. He's now a um, he's a dentist and I, I mentored him all the way through his undergraduate school at Tennessee State University. And I was his still am his mentor. He worked his way through Meharry Medical College. And uh, every time that we talked, he would ask he would always ask me, uh, what should I do? What should I do? And I was, you know it's a little uncomfortable for me to try to tell someone what they should do because they are the ones that actually have to live it out. And so my, my, my idea is that let me just offer you a different perspective um, on, on your situation, because I believe that as individuals, we have that autonomy that gives us um, or enables us to make individual decisions. We don't need people making decisions for us because of our own free will. And uh, as mentors, I think that's a big mistake. We always try to give out all this advice and to always have all the right answers. When when we face reality, we really don't know everything. And so if we can focus on just sharing a perspective on a situation, you know, mentorship is about giving some advice. At some points you will be, you know, you'll find yourself giving advice. But I always like to challenge mentors to, Let's not always give out the answer or give out the advice, um, but let's share a perspective so we can get our mentee to think critically about the situation so that they can come to their own decision. So that was the third that was the third one. Right. That, that was the third thing. Um, the fourth the fourth message about mentorship that I really, really like to share. It. And it's it's um, it's really it's really a challenge. You know, it's um, being able to find a person connect with that person and commit to the relationship for a specified amount of time. You know, the finding process is, it's really interesting. You know, um, as a mentor, I'm always looking and I'm always observing. And so I go to Starbucks just about every day. I'm not happy about to say that actually, but I go to Starbucks <laughs> like every day and I'm always looking at the baristas and uh, I'm always just kind of focusing in on their, you know, their attitudes and the things that they say because I'm looking for my next person to mentor. So the finding process 
and in in my challenge to find, connect, commit is to find a person that you see every day. It, it could be it could be the person that makes your Starbucks coffee. It could be the person at the at the bank that you see all the time. Find a person that you see something in and begin to engage in 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 a, in a conversation with that person. And in that engagement, begin to ask them questions about their past or what I call in the book their their backstory. And if there's anything in that backstory that you can relate to on, on any level, I think that's a good indicator that you could be a, 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 a good mentor for that person. And so once you find a person, then it's time to make a connection with them. And that connection does come through understanding their backstory, disclosing some of your own personal backstory to that person so they can so that they can begin to trust you. Because a, an essential part of any mentorship relationship is a trust factor. Uh, there's, there's a story I like to tell that uh, one of my I don't want to say my favorite mentees because, you know, I have so many and I don't want to, you know, separate any from from the others. But this is a guy. His name is Devante Rucker. He is now a graduate of the Weld Discipleship Training School down in Atlanta, Georgia. But however, Devante was the first person that I ever told I am going to be your mentor. He was the first person that I was ever intentional about saying, hey, I'm your mentor. And so Devante at first. You know, when we first met, he thought I was a police officer. He was like, man, dude, what's going on? You know, I've never met anybody who was just nice all the time and always trying to do good things for me without trying to get over. And so that's where that's why it's important to make that connection with with this person and begin to build that trusting relationship. And, and lastly, it's it's about committing to a mentorship relationship. You want to you want to find this person. You want to connect with the backstories. Then you want to ask this person. This is all about being intentional. You want to ask this person, hey, can I mentor? There's something that I see in you that makes me want to invest my time into you. Can I mentor you for six months or can I mentor you for over the next 30 days? You may want to just mentor somebody for a week. However long you feel like you can get it will take for you to get your message across or share and impart what you feel you can share. It's important to 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 determine that up front. And so those would be the things that I, I really hope that people can take away from from my book is being able to understand that mentorship is a miracle, understand that it only takes a moment, understanding that your mentee really, really needs your 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 perspective along with your advice. And the last thing is to be able to take the challenge, which is to find, connect and commit to mentoring somebody. Awesome. Awesome. High points of the book. And so if you are interested in learning more about the book and reading the book, you need to go on over to Amazon and you can order your own personal book. Is the book also in Kindle? Yes, you can get the book on, uh, again, like you said, on Amazon. You can also get it in Kindle. And uh, you can also just go to my website and get the book there. You know, one thing that I have learned uh, as, a, as a new publisher and I want to share this advice, you know, for anyone who is considering writing a book and going through the publishing process, it's really important to have all control of your content. If you write a book or if you have a script that you have written, there's so many platforms available to you to to enable you to self-publish and you can keep all of these companies out of your pocket when it comes to to royalties and, and your and your profits from your from your work. And so um I have to say that you can get this, you can get my book on my website as well, as as well as getting it on at the other outlets, Amazon and, and Kindle. Awesome. And once again, the title of Eric's book is The Miracle Maker, 
Uncovering the Hidden Miracles and Mentorship. So real quick, we are going to take a 30-minute commercial break, and we'll be right back with Eric Capehart, entrepreneur, author, and mentor. Do you have a message that needs to be heard but rarely get an opportunity to share? Maybe you have a workshop, seminar, or class you want to provide but need an outlet to share the value of your event. Or perhaps your coaching business is stagnant and needs an innovative way to engage new clients. What if there was a proven way to accomplish all of those things with one tool and the right strategy? Well, look no further. I have created a program called Cast It 2016. Magnify your voice, maximize your platform, and monetize your message. If you are a coach, speaker, or an author, and you're interested in podcasting, Cast It 2016 is for you. If you are interested, please reach out to me at markeith at markeithbrayton.com. Markeith at markeithbrayton.com and I will receive your email and reach back out to you as soon as possible. And remember, you can cast it in 2016. All right, welcome back. I just caught that I said 30 minute break. I meant to say 30 (laughs) seconds. So we are back here interviewing Eric Capehart, who is an author coach as well as an entrepreneur and so eric we're going to go into the latter part of the shift your life podcast interview and these are just some questions that kind of get to know you a little bit better to help us learn what keeps you motivated what keeps you passionate you know and how do you balance it all together and so our first shift zone question for you is what is one ritual or practice you have to stay motivated in your life and work Oh, man, that's a good one. One of my daily rituals, I wake up every day and I say to myself, good things are going to come to me today. I'll I'll make that affirmation to myself maybe three, four times a day. I just bring it in. Good things are going to come to me today. Good things are coming to me. Good things are coming to me. And so and I actually got this from uh, Willie Jolly. I know you know who Willie Jolly is. Yeah. Um, he, he shared this and I was like, that is so powerful. So what you, you make the affirmation to yourself every day, good things are coming to me. And at the end of the day, you reflect on your day and you identify those good things that came to you. And, and what that does for me personally, it really helps me to see the um, the good in life. You know, living a, a life as an entrepreneur, you know, starting another new business, you know, starting over for, say, I have a new baby at home. I have a, a married uh, there's so many daily struggles, right? You can easily be, you know, overcome by all the, the, the hardships of life. But when I started doing this daily affirmation and, and reflecting at the end of my day on all the good things that came, it really started to change my heart. It really started to shift my thinking about my, my life and my situation. And it really made me more grateful for those moments in life that actually brought me joy and happiness. Good things are going to come to me today awesome yes one of the things i also like to ask every person that i interview on the show is what's been the biggest obstacle that you had to overcome because sometimes we only talk about our successes but to make ourselves real and to make ourselves relatable i always like to ask this question because it helps people to know 
that you too have obstacles and things that you have to overcome. So what's been the biggest obstacle that you've had to overcome? You know, trying to rank the biggest obstacle, I would I would go with, you know, when you're doing a nonprofit, everybody's going to say money, funding, right? I'm not going to go that way. The biggest obstacle that I have had to overcome and, and face and, and overcome was the lack of having a dedicated team, you know. Wow. Um, I once heard a, 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 a Hall of Fame coach say, if you want to go far, you know, go if you want to go fast go by yourself if you want to go far you go with the team that's right and 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 it really resonated with me you really think about you know a lot of people they jump out and they, they they're going really fast with their new business and then they'll peek out and they'll they'll turn around and ask themselves well what happened and you know from my own personal experience and you probably experienced this yourself you know you're only one person you know you're only going to be able to do so much with the one body, the, the set of feet, the set of hands, the two arms that you have, the brain that you have. And when you surround, when you can surround yourself with people that believe in the vision that you have and are as just well as close to being as passionate about it as you can, then I really believe that that's what will take you far in uh, whatever field you choose to be in. That's one of the things I coach uh, my new entrepreneurs is you know let's build a, a system where we can. We can build a chart, an organizational chart. Then we begin to fill these people in because if you are trying to do this all by yourself, eventually you're going to burn out and you may not reach your full potential. That so, is so true. You know, that was a big challenge for me uh, over these years is having a, a dedicated team of people. That's true. No man or woman is an island unto themselves. Nope, not at all. What is one online resource or tool that has enhanced your productivity? Oh, man. So so I am a counseling student now. You know, I've been, you know, doing the mentoring for so long and realizing that there's more, you know, mentoring is just a piece of the solution to, you know, the issues and the problems that I am passionate about. Um, and so as a counselor, you know, we, we really focus on, well, not all of us, but many of us, we focus on self-awareness, especially as a counselor. You have to be really aware of yourself so that when you're helping people work through and, and process their problems, you're not being affected by it. You're not so affected by it because you're thrown off because you didn't know how it would affect you to work with, for example, you're a married man and you're struggling in your marriage and you haven't been able to work through it and process it, then it's going to be difficult for you to uh, help another struggling married couple. And I believe it starts with self-awareness. And so one thing that I really like to um, encourage people to do, especially the the my handful of um, new business entrepreneurs, uh, I'd send them to this personality test. It's called the IPIPNEO personality test. It's a uh, it's a free test. You can find it on personalitytest.net. Um, there's two versions of it. There's a, a long extended version and there's a shorter version. I really encourage people to at least do the shorter version because it, it really gives you an inside look at you. You know, it's not any type of um, it's not anything that's going to you know, help you figure out why you have anger problems or um, help you solve any un, you know, unresolved issues in your life. That's not what this particular personality test is for. It's just a snapshot that gives you um, it looks at the different domains of life and it gives you an overview of of you. And, and, and when you have that, well, once I had it, I began to use that to my advantage when you know your strengths when you know your weaknesses when you know your personality type when you know the things about yourself you can use those things 
to your advantage. And uh, that's that's a um, a free resource that that I even gave out to to mentors. Hey, go take this free personality test and, and, and find out about yourself. Awesome. Awesome. That's a great resource. What's one book that's had the biggest impact on you? The one book that had the biggest impact on me is a book that the title is almost similar to mine. It's a book by Thomas Dorch and the 100 Black Men of America. And the the book is called The Miracles of Mentorship. The Miracles of Mentorship. Right. My wife was like, are you sure? Because it's, it's kind of close to my title, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, we're not doing any type of uh, copyright infringement with this. And I'm like, no, it's it's uh, it's fine. But that book, um, that's the book that I got my hands on when I first started All the King's Men. And it really it really enlightened me to the seriousness of mentorship. You know, uh, when I was in college, you know, I would go and mentor groups of kids and it was just seemed like the right thing to do because that's what, you know, that's what we did in college. You know, especially when you're part of organizations that, you know, stand for mentorship, you do a lot of mentorship. And uh, once I read that book, it really, really gave me a, a different perspective. Like, hey, this is not just something that I'm casually doing just because, you know, and I want to feel good about it. But this is something that is actually changing lives and therefore changing the world. And so if I can become intentional about it, be intentional about my mentorship, then I'm just, you know, I am a, uh, a a change maker. I'm just my very essence of who I am. I wake up. I'm a mentor. I am someone that is committed to changing a person and thereby changing generations and then changing the world. And you can do that through mentorship. Awesome. Awesome. The Miracles of Mentorship by Thomas Dorch. Yes. All right. What is one exciting thing going on in your business, in your organization, in your life right now? One thing. Can what? I tell two? <laughs> All right. <laughs> two, you can share two. Go ahead. One, one thing, uh, Marquette, is that uh, I am, you know, following your lead and I'm going to be starting a, a podcast here in the near future. Um, that's something that I've always wanted to do. I have a background in radio, and so I really love the uh, the interaction and interviewing, and that's just a part of uh, my past that I still believe that I, I'm, I want to tap into that. So that's uh, one thing that I will be um, coming out with relatively soon. And another thing is that we have uh, a book tour, the, the Find, Connect, Commit book tour. Uh, it's going to be touring a couple places here in Nashville. The first stop is on April the 17th. It, we're going to have a, a book tour at um, Alkibalon Images Bookstore in Nashville. It's the, the longest standing black owned uh, bookstore in Nashville. And it's, a, it's really a true uh, honor for me to be able to go in there as an author to engage people with my book. And so uh, that's going to be our first stop. We also have a stop on April the 30th. Uh, we're going to be in uh, the Antioch area um, in, in Nashville uh, at Shineworthy Tees. And then we have another date on May the 15th. This is going to be a big one. We're going to be training uh, mentors from all around the city at the Oasis Center. Uh, we're going to be doing a book event there on May the 15th. And you can find out all this information. Um, we're, we're actually getting it. We're finalizing the stops right now. and We're going to be posting it on the site um, by the end of this week. You can go on there and find all those lo- all those dates and those locations. And, and we'd love to see you there because we my mission is to. I have a big goal and it's really huge. Seven billion mentors. And, you know, some people's like, well, you can do that. And really, it's like seven billion. That's every single person on this planet. 
but I do believe that that's just that's my big goal. But I'm going to my short term goal is to get 1000 people who are ready to be intentional, value driven initiators of mentorship, initiators of mentorship. We're not waiting on someone to ask us, can you mentor me? But we're going to be initiators of mentorship. And I'm going to teach people how to do that. And three easy steps, find, connect and commit. And there's some other couple, a couple other tools that I give out. Uh, I give a mentor readiness guide. I have a mentor forecast. And the mentor forecast is really important because it's like the weather. You want to be able to forecast you know, and, and plan accordingly without you – know, it's kind of like a look into the future. And so when you're, you're, you're forecasting your mentorship, you need to be able to say, okay, I'm going to mentor Thomas for the month of January, February, March. Every month I'm going to call him on the 28th day of the month and we're going to talk for 30 minutes each month. And so in that mentor forecast, it gives you, you know, it helps you forecast your mentorship. A lot of people really don't do that. You, you get into a mentorship relationship, then you may spend one Saturday with them for a couple hours or however it goes. But that, that mentorship forecast is important. So that's, those are good things going on with the book tour and, and the podcast coming out. And I'm really excited about my career as as an author. It's um, my primary go- my primary focus is my counseling career right now, um, and so my my career as a as an author it's it's um, I don't want to call it a side hustle because it just kind of you know sounds kind of like it's not really that important when you call it a side hustle, but it's it's fun for me. It's 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 extra. It's it's a it's a it's an outlet for me to express my creativity and and encourage people to to become mentors, and so. Those are the good things that I have going on, you know, outside of my, my family and, and, and all that that's teaching me as a man. And uh, Marquis, you know, life is good, brother. You know, I, I have good mentors in my life and um, I, I feel like I'm in good hands. Awesome. 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 Well, in a very succinct uh, way, let us hear from you one last piece of advice that you would give someone on why mentorship is important. All champions, all Hall of Fame athletes, all people who have gotten to the top of their game, they all had a mentor along the way. You know, I can't say that with 100% surety, but when you look through, when you when you look at the people that you look up to and you admire, and actually, Marquis, this is something that you shared with me many years ago. You would ask me, who's coaching you? Who's your mentor? And I would tell you, well, I don't really have a coach, you know. And, and so that goes to say, you know, all people who have reached a peak in their chosen profession, whether it's sports, whether it's finances, whether it's professional speaking or what, 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 whatever it may be, all of those people had mentors. So you should have one, too. You should have one, too. My current coach has always said, and he teaches us this every time we meet, and that is this. That if you're not where you want to be in life, if you're not getting the results that you want in your business, in your career, or even in your life, then why are you not being mentored or coached by someone who is? <laughs> hey, that's simple. <laughs> it's very simple. That's it, man. That's, that's it. That's yeah. it. So, Eric, tell the listening audience where we can find you online, website, Twitter, Facebook, so that they can get in touch with you. Yeah. First uh, stop you can make is my personal website which is you know and it's important for everyone though i'm growing my business you know i remember oprah winfrey used to say i'm growing a network and so i'm saying i'm growing my my own personal platform and you can find me online at eric d capehart that's eric e-r-i-c 
the letter D, Capehart, C-A-P-E-H-A-R-T dot com, ericdkpart.com. You go to that site, it has links to my Twitter, it has links to my Facebook, LinkedIn, and all my other uh, social sites you know that I have out there. So ericdkpart.com. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Eric, I want to thank you for joining us on the Shift Your Life podcast. It's been a privilege and an honor to have you share your expertise on mentorship. It is very valuable for us to understand that mentorship can change your life and someone else's life. And so thank you for joining me on today. Remember, you can reach out to Eric by visiting his website at ericdcapehart.com. Shifters, I want to thank you for joining me this week for the Shift Your Life podcast. If you are ready to make the shift and realize greater results in your life and your career, then I would like to be your coach and help you shift into your better and your best self. You can go to my website, MarkeithBrayton.com, and sign up today for a complimentary consultation where we can engage and hear your story so that you can move forward in your life and or your business. Today's podcast can be assessed or accessed both in iTunes and in Stitcher. Additionally, you can subscribe to the Shift Your Life podcast right there on your smartphone via your podcast app. If you have an iTunes account, please leave us a review of today's show. Shifters, I want to leave you with the quote that Eric mentioned early on in the show and that quote is from dr benjamin e mays and it's entitled just a minute it says this i've only just a minute only 60 seconds in it forced upon me can't refuse it didn't seek it didn't choose it but it's up to me to use it i must suffer if i lose it give an account if i abuse it just a tiny little minute but eternity is in it And so shifters, you only have a minute, but eternity is in it. As I share with you each and every week, be sure to succeed and lead on purpose because today is the only day that you have. I appreciate you and we will be back together on next week right here on the Shift Your Life podcast. God bless you and go out and make it happen.